0: You're listening to, wait, am I an adult now? One of the only podcasts out there that interviews
1: young millennials riding the squiggly line of life. We're your co-hosts, Shelby Wildgust and Savon Picciotto. And together, our mission is to inspire you with stories of millennials just like you who are paving their way in the new creative economy. Our guests are leading epic lives through entrepreneurship, artistry, charity, music, corporate leadership, and so much more. Are you ready to jump in? Let's go. hello everybody welcome back to wait Mind adult now this is shelby wildgust and this is savan picciotto
2: and this is james adams
0: hey james what's up what's up what's
2: up what's up how's everything
0: oh it's good
1: so excited to have you here
2: thank you thank you i'm excited to be here thank you for having me
1: absolutely so of course as you all know if you're loyal amazing listeners or if you're new listeners doesn't really matter we're going to dive into our adulting moments of the week then we're going to introduce you to James, and then we're going to dive even deeper into who James is and all that good stuff. Awesome. So, Zavon, you want to start us off? I think I always start us off. Okay, then I'll start us off. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like I—I. I, it's a nice segue for me, but yes. either way, I'll start. Um, okay, so my adulting moment of the week, um, I think it's, I don't know if I would really call it an adulting moment, but it's just a moment that I'm super excited about because Uh, so we're recording this right now in February and it's probably gonna go live in like June so the month of June is obviously a super sunny beautiful amazing warm great month the month of February not so much (laughs) month of January not so much and um the month of January for me felt like it was just a very overwhelming month with getting engaged in December and starting to plan a wedding and I was in the process of launching a business um or not launching a business, but launching my spring program for Women in the Workplace, in addition to uh, gearing up my travel schedule for my corporate job and beginning to add on a lot of corporate coaching clients. So I was just in this state of overwhelm, and I decided to um, drop the Women in the Workplace program, which was a really difficult decision for me, but it was a decision that I had to make, to make room for other more important things in my life in this season. And um, I was working with one of my mentors, and she posed the question of, you know, hey, how can you keep the momentum going in this program without without physically doing it? And I thought, it's a good question. I don't really know. And again, like January, dark, dreary, cold. <laughs> I was like just in this whirlwind of like I don't know what I'm doing and I just felt like I was regressing and like felt like I usually have my shit together and like here I am like literally not having any of my shits together. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And uh, then I spent a week in Florida with work but during my work trip I was able to spend you know a decent amount of time outside and I came back from that trip legitimately feeling like a new person and I put together an entire plan to create an automated program for women to access during the months that I can't physically be there because of my other commitments. And I guess my adulting moment is a realizing that vitamin D is a very real thing and we all <laughs> need to be taking it if we're not getting it.
2: Most definitely, yeah.
1: And two, uh, just deciding to create a program that I can automate, um, was just a big win, win for me. So that. It's kind of my long-winded adulting moment of the week but i'm very excited about it
0: that's awesome i'm excited for
1: you Mm -hmm. thanks and i get what you're
0: saying about taking a break i've been on a long stretch of work lately too and i feel like i need to schedule a specific day to actually have off for myself soon um but my adulting moment is very similar because i recently decided um that I'm going to get over my fear of quitting my job for the second time Mm. and actually do that. And I'm also in the process of creating a program for creative entrepreneurs um, to teach them how to start and monetize their creative talents. So by the time you all hear this, that should be live Mm. because I'm planning on quitting my job by end of end of March at the very latest, but in my mind, I'm telling myself end of February, which is very soon. Um, yeah, you pick the
1: shortest (laughs) month to, to end on a bang. Yeah. I don't
0: know. We'll see how it goes by, um, end of February, mid-March, whatever comes first, you know, whenever I feel comfortable, I'm definitely going to do it. So
2: that's awesome five. Hair. That. Yeah, most definitely. Yes. That's what's up. Thank you.
1: <laughs> That's awesome. All right, James. Not to put you on the spot, but I'm putting you on hey, the spot. <laughs> I'm all
2: ready for it. Um, I would say my adulting moment was definitely when I scheduled a really cool business meeting with um, the founder of this company. And uh, he's someone that I really wanted to uh, approach towards because I've worked with him previously on some other shoots. And he really allowed me to... um further his business with my creativity. And I always look for uh, creative freedom whenever I try to engage with somebody, uh, especially with businesses. So um, I recently talked with him. We had dinner and uh, I presented a really good um, model that I can kind of provide for him monthly that will not only just like financially uh, help me out as well when I make that awesome move to Cali, but Um, it's a really big step forward in me bringing forth my creativity towards just the platform of just uh, I guess you could say this gig economy. Really, yeah. That's that's overall that's just my ultimate goal. Just bringing forth creativity into the hemisphere of businesses and helping them grow in a way that has never been really seen before. So been able to seal that one i'm actually going to be meeting up with him tomorrow again and i'll make sure to seal the deal got the contracts and all that good stuff and yeah it's gonna be good both financially creatively i'm gonna be happy i can't really can't really ask for more really
1: that's really cool and that's a super (laughs) awesome segue into you know who you are as Mm -hmm. a person um because sometimes we read people's bios but you kind of alluded to a lot of what you do. So we mm-hmm. want to give you the just to share with us, you know, a brief introduction as to who you are, um, what you do, why you're here. Mm-hmm. That could be a really long-winded question, <laughs> but, or a long-winded answer. But, uh, and then we'll dive into the questions. But before we do that, I actually had one more adulting moment of the week. Okay. That mm-hmm. I just thought of. It's really, really, really wonderful. And you're about to see it in person. Okay. Oh, so I need to go get it. Um, but I bought myself a... Back corrector. What?
2: (laughs) You can't have no broken backs out here. Currently, we're sitting (laughs) on
1: chairs with no backs, and I'm like hunched over, and I'm like, I should really go get that, and so I'm gonna go get it. Go get it. Um, hold on one second. Pause.
2: (laughs) I definitely need to give myself a back corrector.
1: This
0: this is a very (laughs) adult thing. Yeah.
2: That's that's as adult as you can possibly be. We don't want no hunched over backs out here that's right we just went great spine connection all the way throughout
1: <laughs> <laughs> it was like a backpack
0: i was expecting something a lot um a lot more massive for some reason
1: what like a race yeah. thing? yeah theres
2: some like futuristic like upgrade we have like a robotic yeah. It's basically
1: like a backpack without the pack.
2: That's what's up. And it just keeps your back straight. It just keeps your
1: back straight. This is like the uh, retainers of adult life.
2: (laughs) That is actually pretty dope.
1: Yeah. That's pretty dope. My adulting (laughs) adulting moment of the week is that I'm not going to be some hunchback and I'm going to have a straight ass back. Exactly. That kind of Hashtag. Hashtag
2: bars. Hashtag uh, no
1: hunchback. Yo, <laughs> yes. for real. We got to get that going. I think our generation is going to be the generation that like really struggles with that because mm-hmm. they say that our head is like the weight of a bowling ball. Mm. And because we're constantly looking at our phone, the weight of our head is affecting our spine in so many ways. That's why I bought this thing.
0: Yeah, oh, well, someone I worked with again. actually just recently bought this. Like, It's like a deflated half ball yeah that oh. you sit on yeah you seen this before and it's like, like the gym. it like automatically straightens up your posture when you sit on it Ooh. it like helps your
1: core and everything wow That's
3: so what, uh, a, right what a what
1: <laughs> a diversion yeah <laughs> <laughs> sorry guys i anyway. totally i totally ruined that one there but anyway james okay tell us about yourself because you're amazing a,
2: a little bit about me um i uh thankfully have a uh, nice back i'm very proud of that um now but uh man there's a lot there's a lot uh first and foremost um i am 21 i consider myself as a visual artist uh creative um director uh art director creative director basically anything in the art of just directing art that is um definitely my specialty uh i also do professional photography and i blend that in with my creative directing um, I am a senior in Temple University. Woo! Shout out to that. I'm Go Owls! Exactly. <laughs> haven't been to a single game, so I'm not gonna act like I'm I'm a front here. But oh man, I know, right? They're gonna get me after this. But um, no, I'm about to graduate. Uh, that's pretty dope. Uh, sh- been in the arts, I would say, for about six to eight years. But I mean, honestly, I've always been an artist ever since I was a little kid. Um, Just being in the backyard, whether if that was like drawing Mm -hmm. uh, cartoons or anime and uh, listening to music and then creating music. And then it finally got to a place where uh, I had a camera in my hand and I was then doing photos and then video. So, um, yeah, I mean, I'm a pretty awesome guy. I'm pretty, uh, pretty cool to talk to. I'm, you know, I like. (laughs) Very easy going. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Like, I mean, it's always a good time. I like dancing. Um, If you guys are down to talk about anime i love anime <laughs> i love basically everything so um yeah that's that's a little bit about me
1: i think you're the youngest guest we've had on our show you so far might be yeah Pretty sure mm. mm-hmm. so that's not who you can add hey, to your repertoire
2: I i'm gonna wear that as a medal for me yeah we question yeah. for you what's before up
0: we jump in how were you one of those kids in school that would always like get in trouble from the teacher because you were like doodling all over yourself oh 100
2: yeah 100 i was there uh, too i was always getting like um, distracted with daydreaming because yeah. um, I use, I use, well, I lucid dream a lot. And yeah. cool. um, it got to a point where I would start lucid daydreaming, hence why oh, wow. I bring it into my um, creative art sort of phase of things. Interesting. And, yeah. And I will always get caught looking out the window, just staring off blankly. Like, I would hear everything. It's just that uh, the teacher would just be like, oh, he doesn't hear a dang thing. But then I get A's, and I'm like A in your face. But nah. But um, <laughs> yeah, it was definitely one of those kids.
0: That's awesome. That's really cool. I didn't know that that was sort of behind the inspiration to some of your photography.
2: 100 percent, hundred percent.
1: So, for those of you out there who you know haven't yet looked James up, <laughs> this is gonna be one of those shows where we don't wait till the end mm-hmm. to right. share your your uh, Instagram handle. So can you share it right now? Because 100%. I just I just want people to look up. James's art because it is so fascinatingly different Mm, from a photographer standpoint, and it's just yeah, it's it's fascinating.
0: But you have to look it up before we get into the interview, so you know what we're talking about. Yeah, hey,
2: I appreciate that. Yeah, um, yeah, my Instagram handle is uh, James Adams the third, so that's J A M E S A D A M S and three lowercase I's. So it's James Adams I I I, and uh, yeah, I'll pop up. I have a red and blue profile. <laughs> I'm, I'm just gonna have a dope profile. Just click on it and tell me what you think. Hit me up on the DMs, and I'm always definitely open to talk about what you think about, where you think I need to improve on, and just talk about anything.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. really cool. Really, really cool. All right, James. So bring us back to maybe 15 year old James. Because yeah. normally we start this with people that we talk to, like bring us back to 18 year old James. Yeah, but that was like yeah. three years ago. So bring us back to 15 year old James. Mm-hmm you know, who was he? And then what were some of those pivotal moments in your life that got you to where you are today, 21 years old, about to graduate college, moving out to LA to this big, amazing life?
2: Well, 15 year old me, um, was definitely lost. Uh, was definitely lost, but I covered that, um, that, that sort of not knowing where I was going with a feeling of like, Laughter and talking with other people and just kind of bouncing around here and there um especially in school, I just was scared to be alone, and so I kind of um I kind of masked that through acting as if I knew what I wanted, but I definitely didn't know where I was going and I think um during those moments uh the time where I was alone uh, typically uh at my house where um usually. Everybody in the household would just be either doing something and I would just have to be by myself. I delve more into music, into um, television, uh, movies, uh, basically anything within the arts. And throughout those times alone, I was able to really grow an appreciation for that. And the great thing about it is that I started to create and it was at the point where I was 18 or I would say 17. Um, I started creating. So what I did was that I would. Um, I got my first iPhone, and I got these apps that I didn't tell my mom about. <laughs>
3: and, <laughs> yeah,
2: right. And it's like these dollar two ninety nine apps. Oh man. Didn't tell my mom about it. Uh, she found out. She definitely whooped my ass. But um, no, like I got these apps, and when I was taking photos on this, you know, really <laughs> cheap iPhone. Uh, I then started editing on these apps and that's where I started realizing like, hey, this is actually this is actually pretty fun. Like I was able to incorporate what I learned from uh, a rap song like Kendrick Lamar and I put it into a conceptual piece. Hmm. And that really meant a lot to me. And with that being said, it built into more of like, um, okay, maybe I can actually find out where I want to lead myself as a person. Um, towards 18 years old, started up my Instagram page. Uh, The first hundred photos on there are all iPhone. Oh, wow. Yeah, just completely iPhone and using the apps. Uh, I would say that's definitely more of like my creative spree where I had really no direction, but I knew what I wanted to showcase as me as a person online. Um, Then I realized that, hey, I want to Take this to the next level and get myself a camera but my mom was like hey listen i love you but i'm not gonna buy you this and i was like okay so i got myself a job at arby's and kind of slaved there for about like two years and finally worked up enough money to uh buy myself a camera i quit the day after and nice. i dedicated the first uh year of college to just learning everything i could about that camera and yeah it just grew into something wonderful and uh here we are
1: wow, wow. That's really fascinating. I think your story is cool because, um, you know, you are so young. And to hear just the, like, the ease at which this came to you. Mm. It was like, when you're alone, I mean, I'm sure, I don't know, did you play video games at all?
2: Oh, yeah, yeah, I would definitely playing games. Yeah, I was going to say, sure you
1: probably still play video games, which is what I think a lot of 15-year-old boys would do with their time. Mm -hmm. But the fact that you can look back at that time and be like, okay, in those... In those moments where I had to be alone, like yeah, I was watching TV and listening to music, but I was also developing this really keen sense for art. Yeah. And now looking at your art, it's just amazing how that that small those small moments of being alone, listening to music, and being mm-hmm. involved in the arts, whether it's movies or TV or whatever, have now turned into something so beautiful. Yeah.
2: yeah. Truth be told, I was um, I was just scared. I was, I was really scared when I was younger because I didn't want to disappoint uh, my mother, who was like the god of my world to me, uh, everything I owed towards her. And I was just scared that I didn't know where I wanted to be. And um, I just really didn't want to disappoint. And I knew myself well enough to know that a nine to five really wouldn't make me happy. Mm-hmm. So I was caught between the crossfire of self-happiness and then making the people that I love happy. And I wanted to find that in between and I just realized that, you know what, I'm going to go into this vortex of just not knowing what I'm gonna go with with this creativity and I'm gonna dig deep and see where that leads me. And uh, thankfully it's been it's been phenomenal.
0: Yeah. So when you got that camera, was that before you entered college or right at that time where you were going yeah, into college? That
2: was um it was right before I would say three months before I got into college. Okay. And uh yeah, I was uh, super excited. I learned literally anything and everything that I possibly could with it. Made a crap ton of mistakes. Yeah, and I just uh, took it with me to college, and I'm still rocking with the same camera. It's like a it's like a trophy for me.
1: <laughs> right, I can see why. I mean, you worked so hard <laughs> to have that. Yeah. it's really cool. When you were going into college, you know, you mentioned that that vortex you had to go explore, yeah. and that teetering between do i go into corporate america to make my family happy or Mm -hmm. do i explore the arts and the creativity side to make myself happy were you going through that thought process as you were entering school Mm. when you were deciding on your major or has that been a recent thought process that you encountered as you are gearing up to leave school
2: oh it was it was definitely i think it amplified it amplified when i went to college but what also amplify was knowing that that wasn't meant for me. So it was kind of like, like it was a do or die situation where I'm like, okay, things are getting rough. I'm alone because I'm in this house alone. Um, I have to go to these classes. I have to go through these um, tragic states of anxiety and depression and getting into the world of making a name for myself, but also knowing that like I'll, be happy regardless i just got to stick towards what makes me happy which is to create and like at the time um instagram and i really give a lot of love towards it because i know it's kind of weird to say like those uh the feedback on there the comments those really it got me through a lot it definitely got me through a lot and i know like the argument is like oh yeah well you know instagram doesn't translate into real life and i get that um but i would say at the time when i was just beginning uh, going through those stages of anxiety and depression, uh, the comments, the people, the community that I was able to uh, create through my trials um, really helped me overcome those hurdles.
0: So now when, when you went to college, what was your major?
2: Now, film and Media Arts. Yeah. Film and Media Arts. Mm-hmm.
0: Did you have a discussion with your parents, your mom beforehand about that feeling that you had, like you want to pursue this creative passion? Mm-hmm. And it sounds to me like you weren't crazy about going to college in the first place. Yeah, but you weren't yeah. really sure how to make money with your talent mm-hmm. at that time.
2: Yeah. I, um, I, they, they knew of where I wanted to go. But I would say uh, to, to kind of give an example, um, when I was not in college and I was on the computer looking up different ways on how to grow myself as an artist, my mom would always be like, you know, what are you doing on that computer? You're just, you know, wasting your time. Yada, you got to get out and do that. But um, now when I'm on the computer, when I'm there, they understand that I'm working, that I'm hustling, that I'm always trying to learn. So um, when I first went to college, I didn't like my parents really didn't have an idea of where I wanted to lead to. Mm -hmm. Um, And that was definitely difficult. Uh, It kind of I I never told them about these emotions that I had because I didn't want them to worry. Um, I wanted them to know that you know, regardless of anything, I'm going to be okay. But, um, yeah, it was, it was difficult kind of just being in a house all alone, I would say about three years in college and just dealing with doubt all the time and just wondering if, you know, how are you going to get it? Like, where is your next meal coming from? You know, you don't want to do a job. You don't, you know, you don't want to work at McDonald's. So like you have to get out and hustle. Oh man, I couldn't get a gig this time. I don't know how I'm going to eat you know, I just realized it has to take grit. And next thing you know, I'm eating like peanut butter and jelly sandwiches for like a month. <laughs> <laughs> but it kind of, it got me to my lowest point. But it, I think because of that, I was able to understand what pain, sadness, um, hurt, but also the greatest feeling of being able to overcome a hurdle and being confident and being uh, resilient uh, to your morals and how you want to tackle the world. And it's all about perspective, which is you know, all about me now.
1: Yeah, I mean, art wow. is so much of perspective too. Right. How did you take those struggles that you were just describing? And and first question is how did you overcome them? Mm. Second question is how did you channel them through your art?
2: First one um is it's crazy because it kind of it kind of connects. Now that I think about it, with what I said earlier at how during my lonely times I would listen to music, I would. You know, look at art. I would just fully engage myself with art, and that's exactly what I did. I listened to Kendrick Lamar. I would listen to um, these bodies of work that would kind of be a coping mechanism for me, and it helped me get through emotions that I couldn't explain, but I can experience through. And I feel like that's kind of what going through depression and anxiety really is, because you can't really explain it, but it's very real. You can experience it, and I think the best way to kinda connect with that is art itself because that's literally what art is. And, you know, through that, you know, I cried listening to some things. I was brought to tears many times, but I mean, it it helped me get over those hurdles because I was able to open myself up to art. And I think that's why I feel so connected towards it.
1: You can tell when somebody is meant to be an artist by Mm. the things that you value. And the things that you are innately attracted to, and it's so obvious that you are on the right path. Thank like you. it is yeah. so obvious. Listening <laughs> to you talk about your love for music, I mean, just art in general. Yeah. There's so many different forms of art, but it's really, really cool to hear how passionate you are just about art in general. Yeah. So then, how does your your artwork reflect mm-hmm. the life you've lived and the life you continue living?
2: It it reflects everything. It reflects from. Um, the happy times where I value art enough to where I just like to create things like some art pieces on there. I just like it because it makes me happy. Yeah. Um, and then I took it to a level where I wanted to put a message out and, you know, for example, touching on, uh, kind of like the political issues that are currently going on. I, try to tackle art in a way where it's not necessarily shoving it down people's faces, but they Mm -hmm. can interpret it themselves and whatever they unwrap from that piece is kind of, you know, what they receive from it. And I kind of, you know, just gently guide them towards it. But other than that, I I don't really hold their hand towards. I kind of just show them here. This is what you can open uh, from my art. And another thing is that uh, as a creative, it's always a challenge just creating things that I want to just elevate as myself some some things are just completely off the wall but they are mental physical creative things that I feel as though evolves me as an artist and so there's multiple um, there's multiple connections towards my art whether if it's political uh social uh or just having fun emotional yeah Yeah. emotional just having fun that way i'm not just restricting myself and my audience i i do make art not only for myself but for other people and i love when people are able to dissect that art so i don't want to ever hinder myself uh from tackling those different spectrums
0: i think that this is such an important lesson for so many creative people out there because what you said the fact that you are listening to musicians to yeah. deal with your emotions, and a lot of your art is a reflection of your feelings. Mm-hmm. Um, people don't realize that you're, a lot of creatives don't realize that their creativity can be a gift to the world, just yes. as Kendrick Lamar or mm-hmm. some of your other favorite artists were a gift to you mm-hmm. to help you deal with difficult times. Mm-hmm. Your art can be a gift to somebody else. Um, to help them deal with things or think about things differently. And exactly. I, I feel like a lot of people, a lot of creative people need to understand that their art isn't just about them. So to get over the fear and just go for it and just push through the blocks that you might have, whether you think like people won't accept it or, yeah. or will, just doing it and knowing that that could help somebody.
2: It's just a like it help to you. Exactly. It's a beautiful feeling. I can't, I can't describe the emotion I get when I have all these messages saying that you have helped me through certain situations. I can list like hundreds of just so many different people contacting me from ages of literally like nine years old. Um, And I was like, "Wow, you have Instagram? That's wild!" But I
3: was thinking the same thing. (laughs) Yeah, exactly.
2: Like nine years old, but then you look on their feed and like, like, whoa! Like this is your photography? Holy crap! Like it's it's incredible. Yeah, and then you have like the sixty-year-olds where they talk about how they, you know, recently been diagnosed with either cancer or um, they've lost a loved one, and they were just you know searching through my feed, or they've been following me for quite some time and said like, "Hey." I love all your work, but this one here, like what you, what you created here, it really helped me through it. Wow! It's it's incredible. That's, that's
1: amazing. Yeah. Yeah.
2: It's completely wild.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I just think it's so great to hear you share your story in a way that, you know, it's it's not just point A to point B to point C, but it's all of the, the different uh, ways that you've colored in those different points mm. and. and just what you've taken and how you've applied it to your artwork and how your artwork is, a, is a, how your artwork is, you know, just so much part of you mm. and what you're, what you stand for, what you're passionate about. I think is, it's it's just, it's a different take on what we've heard in the past.
0: Can we do something maybe a little bit different? Yeah. Um, I'm wondering if we could pick out something from your Instagram page Oh, of course. and have you kind of explained to us what the inspiration was behind it? Or I'm the so down
2: for that. Yes. I've always wanted to do that.
0: Oh, awesome.
2: <laughs> okay. All right. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Let's see. I got to pick a really,
0: and when you pick it, just mention the date that it was taken. Mm-hmm. So if people want to go and reference
2: it, perfect. All right. Okay. Got a great one. All right. So right now, if you guys want to kind of follow along, Go to October third, two thousand seventeen, and you'll see a image of a little kid who is also my little brother in a field where his arms are spreading wide, and he's kind of disappearing into the wind, kind of going towards the sky, and I labeled this art uh, "Song of the Wind" and. The other label is uh, what keeps giving, and uh, if it's it's okay for me to, like, read the caption real fast, so you can understand. So the caption says, I continue to give until my organs are left remaining, until my life is left empty, until my heart stops loving, until my eyes stop seeing. I continue to give until the world becomes thankful, until our children become mindful, until the pain becomes tolerable. I give so that others can hold on, so others can feel not alone so that others can be better and even when i'm fading i'll continue giving and i'll continue giving even when i'm and it kind of just drifts off towards wow. the caption and the um inspiration for that was kendrick lamar's uh, sing about me i'm dying of thirst and during his second verse he talks about his relationship with a girl that he mentioned previously in a song who is in um the, you know, sad cycle of prostitution and how he tried to talk to her. And it just felt like every time she talked, he talked to her, it just felt distant and more distant and more distant. But he always wanted to like help and continue helping her. But his voice was becoming to to fade more and more and more. And if you listen to it, the lyrics begin to fade out, but the beat continues going.
3: Oh,
0: wow.
2: And it's such a dramatic moment for me because I'm always willing to give towards others. Um I learned that as a quality of my mother who given me who's given me everything and wouldn't hesitate to give an arm, a limb, literally everything that is a part of her to help me through whatever it is that I'm going through. And I look as that towards everybody who engages with my heart, because at the end of the day we're all people and we all go through, you know, terrible things, happy things. And I feel as though it's important for my art to just understand that I understand, like, I understand I'm, I'm here for you. If you want to reach out to me, please do. If you want to express yourself, please do. Um, I, I try my best to be able to bridge that connection between me and my audience because it's an important, it's an important goal for me to do that mm-hmm. because I've understood that so long in my life of just being, isolated in my art that I feel as though I can now fully express it through my art. And uh, yeah, that's like one of my favorite pieces. And it also kind of involved my little brother who I love dearly. And he was also a rockhead at times, but um, it was it was awesome making that piece. It really it really helped me out. Wow,
1: great suggestion. That's amazing. Sivan. Yeah, that Thank was you. awesome. Thank you. Yeah. I could just listen to you
0: talk. Like oh. I know your voice is so like, <laughs> like calming.
2: Just, yeah, yeah. I've, I've been told that. So like, I go to Chick Fil A uh, like a lot, and the person there, I don't think he I, like he just remembers me by my voice. He says, "Do you ever get into like voice acting or anything like that?" And I'm like. Hey, man, this is like the 15th time you said that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I definitely get that a lot. Thank you.
1: You're welcome. Why well, I just think you speak so eloquently. Mm. Like, you're an artist in all forms. So did you also write that? Is that awesome? Yeah,
2: yeah. yeah, I write all my art. Um, I try to just, you know, as much as I can, be fully immersed in my art. And I do reach out for, like, collaborations, like, who people who are poets, as yeah. well. Um, mm-hmm. Those are always fun. To I do. might
0: hit you up for that. Oh,
2: definitely. Please. Right. <laughs> I, I love doing that. I'm actually thinking about several pieces that involve stuff like that. So. Oh, awesome. Most that's definitely. really cool.
1: cool. So right now, a lot of your art lives on Instagram. Mm-hmm. You know, that's where I've been exposed to it. Yeah. Um, that's where Savant's been exposed to it. So I you know we're in this age now where social media kind of rules, mm-hmm. but... What is your vision for your art? Do you see yourself being in gallery shows? Like, where do you see yourself when it comes to your art?
2: I am completely excited for the future because I see myself in galleries and theaters and TV shows, um, helping the planet in terms of uh, partnering up with people like Tesla. I always wanted to, like, do something with Elon Musk. I feel like he's incredible. (laughs) Uh, NASA uh that way i can kind of showcase my art for the betterment of the planet i do believe that i think that's a powerful thing to advocate and again i don't want to shove it down people's throats Mm -hmm. so i want to introduce a new method and an art form to engage the regular viewer and hopefully connecting my ideology with you know hopefully theirs and you know bring forth a better message um galleries i already have so many galleries in mind uh One example is that I want to have a gallery where I have several art pieces and just in front of those art pieces is a headset and Mm -hmm. you listen to uh, a track while staring at that piece of art for about like a minute and there's a journal and you write down your experiences and the, the reasoning for that is because I went into a museum and the first time I went in there, I didn't have my headphones on. I was looking at the art and I was like... I'm not really feeling anything from this. Like I tried to like be all like artistic. Hmm. What does this make me feel? And I just couldn't do it. But the second time I went in the art museum, I had my headphones in and I didn't realize it. And I was looking at the art pieces and it completely changed my whole perspective on how I viewed this art. And I began studying it. And I realized that sonically music, it causes vibrations in your body that make you feel something that just staring at something doesn't do. Um, Same thing with just viewing something and not listening to music. So if you blend that together like an orchestra, and that's why I think movies are forever the best way to engage with something. um, Something beautiful comes from that. And I want to be able to bring that together in a gallery. So that's like one of my ideas I want to do.
0: That's insane.
1: It's yeah, such a cool yeah. Idea. <laughs> Well when you do that, please let us know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I will make, I, wherever it is. I don't yes. care if it's in freaking Beijing. You, or you guys
2: got the VIP list. There. Hell yeah. That, VIP that list. sounds
0: really cool. It's just like bringing art and making it something immersive and yeah. interactive, not just like
2: yeah, just. Stereo. And it'd be really cool
1: yeah. too for people to be able to read other people's entries. Yes, that journal. I love that mm. because you'll just see different perspectives again. Like as I said before, art is so much of perspective. Mm-hmm. And the way that one person views and understands a picture or painting or a piece of art can be completely different than somebody else. And I think that's so much more of what our world needs today. It's like being able to see the different kinds of perspectives Mm -hmm. and then also appreciate that. As opposed to being like, no, well, my perspective is right. But with art, like you it's the eye of the beholder, right? So Mm -hmm. I think on so many different levels that idea is groundbreaking
3: yeah it's awesome i'm happy to hear that i'm <laughs> so excited to, to do that to
2: thank sides. you i love it, you guys I heard love it here to first heard that. thank you like that it's literally i mean what you just described is how we can save the world as people like i truly believe that if we just all just stopped and listened to one another and stopped fighting with one another i mean it's super uh cliche to say but um i've i've understood perspectives that I never would have understood before because I took the time to listen to people. Like I listened to people who voted for Trump. I listened to people who uh, were abusive in relationships. And it's not to say that I necessarily would support them. It's saying that I want to understand and listen to them because when I was talking to some of these people, they said, I appreciate you for doing that because everybody else just shuts me down. And it just makes me feel like i'm not worth being listened to and i'm like well i'll be the first one to listen that's for (laughs) sure like it's listening is it's the most difficult thing but i feel as though as people it's the most incredible thing we can have and i want to be able to create art that not only engage people to understand but to also listen to one another so i appreciate you saying that that's awesome that's literally Um. my goal for that
0: yeah, that's really. I cool. love how lit up you are about it yeah. too. it's exciting. Yeah, damn, I'm fired up for
2: you. <laughs> wow, <laughs> I'm excited Can we, too. We like make this
1: happen right now. <laughs> oh my
2: god, yeah. I mean, I'm. What do you
1: a, need to make this happen? Like, what kind of connections do you need?
2: I would say right now I have a really good connection with uh, one of the members of City Hall, the the council members there. So I'm looking to hopefully get a grant, and I would love to do that art gallery at the. Art museum in Philly. Wow! Uh, wow. I, I feel like that would be incredible. Yeah. I feel like it's just. I, I just first and foremost want to do it in Philly because uh, mm-hmm. it's just it's my home. It's where I. It's my birthplace, my roots, mm-hmm. and I just want to make sure that my first gallery is there. But I mean, I would once that's done, I would love to take this and implement it to like, I you feel know, like it'd be other a, areas.
1: I feel like it'd be a good uh, showcase of Art basil.
2: Oh, my God, Yeah, Vassal yes. or whatever, however you want Yeah, Vassal sure. or something like that. <laughs> my cousin
1: had a showcase there.
2: Yeah, it's mm-hmm. incredible. The art there yeah. is phenomenal. Yeah. hmm
1: That would be so sick. Wow. Oh. I'm like, my gears are turning. Like, who can I introduce <laughs> you to? Yeah, days? yeah. this <laughs> for you? Um, that's really cool. So, okay. Oh, go ahead.
0: Well, have you ever thought about trying... A similar concept on your actual Instagram page? Like having a track oh, overlay yeah. onto your pictures or something? Oh, yeah.
2: I've actually been doing that with... um. So every new post that I have yeah. uh, in my IG story, I go out my way and basically dedicate like an hour to just crafting like a 15 second uh, or thirty, sometimes 30, 45 second um, IG story where I have my photo. And then in the background, I have the music selection for that so people can... You know, once they see my post, they understand the music that kind of inspired me Mm. while editing this. Cool. And, um, yeah, I was like, this was one person, um, I believe his name is Don, shout out to Don, but, um, he, he was inspired by one of those IG stories and he made a song about one of my posts. Wow. And I was like, holy crap. That's
1: incredible. It was pretty
2: wild. I was like, What? What? I've
1: never had anyone make a song about me. <laughs> I know.
2: I felt so special. That's I was like, amazing. what? <laughs> I was like, this is wild. This is wild. It's real. That's that is cool. real. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, that's, that's when you I've know it's doing. working. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I knew it was working ever since mm-hmm. I just realized like, I was really happy with it.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Like, nothing beats being that's happy. That's what
1: happens when you really just learn how to follow your heart. Like, you learn oh, how my to my god, yeah. Like, true magic
2: yeah it's a beautiful thing i mean i'm not sure if it's like a cosmic energy that happens but all i know is that there is nothing more joyful than just being yourself and not worrying about having to put on an act for anyone and i i wish that's I, i wish especially in today's age that um i was able to connect with literally everybody on like a microphone or something just yell at people being like it's okay to be yourself like, <laughs> yeah right so thankfully hopefully like this podcast gets to as many people as possible just if you're listening here be yourself it's okay just be happy do what you have to do to make yourself happy don't worry about what other people think just as long as you're happy it's simple as that and just know that you're not alone in this so yeah i mean
1: it's i so much agree with you that was not a grammatically (laughs) i I feel that on every level yeah because that's been a concept that i have explored in so many different Mm. ways like the mask i call it the mask phenomenon
3: yeah
1: um because especially with social media these days like it's so much easier now to yeah. put on a mask than it was even even ten years ago. Like yeah. it is so easy to hide behind something that you're not. Therefore, when you actually have to, because st- you can't live your life forever on social media, like mm-hmm. you just cannot. And um, so, I recently found a post that was like literally so perfect to what you're saying, mm-hmm. and just the idea of removing your masks. And I feel like in this day of age, people are just so consumed with being this perfect online persona yeah. so that they can attract followers. And it's like this misconstrued, discombobulated, distorted way of thinking that you can add value to people's lives by being this social media influencer.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: But the whole time you're hiding behind this mask full of filters and the best photos of the best day, the best lighting of the yeah. best this and the best that. So... A friend of mine posted this um, post on, on Facebook and I thought it was like brilliant. Mm. So it's influencers versus influential people. Mm. So influencers say, I am perfect, follow me. I am rich, follow me. I am so successful, follow me. I'm nothing like you, follow me. <sighs> influential people Michael Jordan, I was cut from my high school basketball team. Oprah, I struggle with my weight. The Rock. I had $7 left in my bank account. Mm. Steve Harvey, I slept in my car for three years. I am just like you. Follow me.
3: Mm.
1: Wow. wow. Yes. And I just was like, it's okay to be yourself.
3: Exactly.
1: Yeah. It's, it's exactly. so
0: okay to be yourself. Mm. And vulnerable and authentic. Like, I don't know. Like people want to know that they're not the only ones struggling. Yeah. They just do. Um,
1: yeah. Now more than ever. Also yeah. like, Something that I've been thinking about a lot recently is, like, I used to struggle a lot with the idea of the masks. And um, I actually gave a TED Talk on the masks that we hide behind. Oh, that's awesome.
3: Yeah. um,
1: Growing up, I I put on multiple masks Mm. in order to fit in because I was so terrified of of embracing my true entrepreneurial, passionate, kind of outlandish self. Which is
2: badass, by the way.
1: Thank you. Um, (laughs) But... um, through that like I used to think that I was weird mm. like when I was going through the process of kind of shedding the mask of popular cool party girl Shelby mm-hmm. and embracing the entrepreneurial like this is this was right around the time that I got involved in cutco cutlery vector mm-hmm. marketing and all of a sudden I found this community that accepted me for exactly who I am
2: that's awesome and
1: I was like it was like the angels from heaven like, <laughs> sung to me like, <laughs>
2: hallelujah. Like, yeah.
1: It was amazing. But I remember I was so nervous to go around my high school friends because mm. here I was having worn this mask for seven, eight years throughout middle school to high school. And now all of a sudden I've learned how to shed that mask, but I was still afraid to be myself in front of them. Mm. And I had kind of developed this idea about myself when I was outside of the the accepting community of Cutco, Mm. not even when I was with my high school friends, just when I was outside of it in normal life, you know, back in college, I had developed this idea about myself that people thought I was weird. Mm. And because of that, I wasn't fully comfortable with embracing that part of myself in my college environment, even though that college environment knew nothing but the Shelby that had been through Mm. Cutco and had learned to embrace herself. Yet I had still developed this like weird thought process that I was weird, abnormal, people wouldn't like me if I was who I am. So I would just fall back into the mask Mm. so easily. What I realized was that the way that I look at other girls who look confident, like they have their shit together, like they're awesome – that could be the exact same way that those girls look at me. Yep. Mm -hmm. Or they could look at me the way that I look at that stranger that walked past me Mm. with no judgment and just look at me like I'm another person on the street. Mm. And I was the one who was stomping on my light. It was nobody else. It was Mm. me and the story I was telling myself in my head that I couldn't be the real me out of fear of judgment from others because that's really why we don't, Embrace ourselves because we're afraid of what others will think. Yeah. I think we
0: need permission from other people to do what we want to do. And the reality
1: Mm -hmm. is, is that you are a stranger to those people. So you have the ability to show up as exactly who you want to be. And they either choose to accept you mm-hmm. or you move on. Exactly. And like that, they're not going to sit there stewing over you. Mm. And if they do, you don't want them in your life anyway. Right. Yeah. So like, just be yeah. fucking you. Like, yeah. Oh my it's, God. It's,
2: I, I love when people are able to express themselves. Like I recently went to this art show and this uh, guy came up to me and I think his name was, um, it was something where it was like immersed or something like that. But uh, I was, well, that's a, that's a pretty cool name. But, um, he came up to me. He was talking. He was like, yeah, man, you know, I just I really love Ar, yada, yada." he was, you know, quirky and he kept apologizing. And I was like, hey, man, you don't have to keep apologizing to me. He was like, yeah, but I know. But like sometimes like people just think I'm weird, Like because I, I just talk and I ramble along and I just don't know what, what I'm doing half the time. And I'm like, <laughs> dude, like first off, I love your work. Your, your body of art is phenomenal. Second off. Don't apologize for being who you are, man. Like
1: Also like the minute that he's like people think I'm weird, now you start to think like, well a lot of people think you're weird. Are you weird? I'm going to yeah. be. Weird. And then, yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. You like stop actually <laughs> embracing yeah. yeah, who right? they are because like,
2: yeah, it's like he never said you? that. Yeah. right.
1: You're like this guy's quirky, funny, cool yeah. and his energy.
2: Exactly. Never apologize for being yourself. That's yeah. that's something that I think a lot of people, especially um I would say just millennials in general need to start doing i feel like like you just said they put on a mask yeah and whether if it's because of themselves or because of parents or um just things that happen in life like there's a lot of things that can come across people's paths that can just blind them and it's just so important to just really dig deep and just understand that you'll get through this
0: for sure And it's sad because that guy probably had one person or a couple people tell him don't act that way yeah yeah. why are you
1: doing that and that's mm-hmm. what made him cause him to start apologizing for yeah. himself. But, his art was yeah.
2: phenomenal though. Yeah. His Some, art was phenomenal. Something
1: that I think about when it comes to the mask phenomenon um, that I talk about in my TED talk is the idea of when you are your true self. And this goes back to what we were saying about you mm-hmm. embracing your artistic side, like doors begin to open up to you. Yeah. You know, so much starts to fall into alignment. And so let me give you an analogy last scenario to think about. Yeah. So imagine that you are someone who is trying to attract everything they want in their life.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And you're trying to attract the right relationship, the right friendships, the right job, the right opportunities, all of these things. But you are wearing this mask. Mm. All of the things that are trying to get to you, they don't recognize you. So they mm. go right past you. Wow. The minute that you rip off that mask, that's when those things that are looking for you
2: start recognizing you
1: can find you Mm -hmm. because you are no longer masked. Right. So they can come to you. And Mm. it's like, you can think about it that way, but it also means just like when you embrace yourself, like, Things start happening. Yeah, yeah, I was literally just talking about this
0: today mm. on your face on your Instagram on Live. Instagram Live, yeah. but yeah, it's so true. Yeah, you, um, you
2: you attract you attract the the people and the work that you want to give yourself by being yourself.
0: Yeah, just trusting your heart and your gut and mm-hmm. not worrying about things falling into place. Because, like you said, when you're yourself, when you're doing what you love, when you feel good about the work you're putting Mm -hmm. out things just come to you
2: yeah and thankfully like it's it's at the point where like I don't really have to go out and really you know uh, I guess you could say market myself and you know put myself out there it's usually that the work kind of comes to me because they see who I am they see the art that I create and I am who I am on social media there's no filters like you said there's no mask there's no uh you know things that would probably throw people off that's me and you'll get all of me through that there's no uh here's my greatest moments it's like this is me being vulnerable and people see that and then businesses see that and then products like they they see that they say you know what we love what you represent and then next thing you know a beautiful thing start happening where it's not just your art now it's you as a person people want to give things towards you because of who you are and what you represent and i think that is a beautiful thing because now i mean not only is is your art representing something but you yourself is radiating this you know what your art radiates but it's at such a higher magnitude now because i mean you're walking art now and i think mm-hmm. that's beautiful
0: and we're i think we're entering this phase with the new generation and even some of the generation that we're in where mm-hmm. It's becoming more about the solopreneur and people want to buy from people and authentic people, not like a brand that they have no idea what their values are about. And I think it's great that you're able to do that. But um, I know we're getting close to the end, but I I have a question for you that I've been wanting to ask. Oh, yeah. Um, Although things are going really well for you right now. I'm sure that you probably still have some moments where you feel doubt or you 400%. might feel like there's a struggle here. Yes. Can you tell people some of the things that you do to kind of like keep your vibes high, keep yourself in alignment with the things that you're doing and how you kind of overcome those little, uh, those little periods of struggle even yeah. though you're still doing what you love to do?
2: Yeah, so I would say I've always dreamt of uh, going to California ever since I – got done working at Arby's, like that was always my goal. And as the years went on, that doubt began to decrease because I was able to find like-minded people who supported me, who got me through those rough times. I can't express how important it is to surround yourself with people who genuinely want to see you thrive and genuinely care for you. And I would like to you know thank my best friend Jake, uh, my girlfriend Casey, Graham, who's also a really good friend of mine, and a bunch of other people, my mother, obviously, people who have just genuinely loved me and loved who I was, and I was able to talk with them about what I'm going through, my doubts and for those who feel as though it's a little bit difficult to surround yourself with that or you're probably just in an environment where That is just not as possible. Uh, I would like to say, please reach out to not only me, but reach out to music, reach out to art, uh, reach out to something that makes you happy and truly connect with that. Those will talk to you forever as long as you talk with that. So that's something that I want to make sure I, uh, tell people and, um, just know that, you know, that doubt's never going to fade away. However, however, the thing that's also not going to fade away is the love that you have for yourself. So continue thriving and continue going through whatever you're going through with your head held high and just know that there's people out there with you.
1: Well, that is a amazing way to end the show. I, mean, like, I wish I... Like, We're I all feel like I'm about down. to tear up right that, now. Like, <laughs> that cool. Wow. That was amazing, James. Thank you for that.
2: No, oh, Thank you, guys. Thank you. Thank you. What you guys, first of all, what you two do is, um, it's phenomenal. I love that you two do things like this. I remember you interviewed, uh, not interviewed, you talked with uh, Graham, who's, mm-hmm. uh, you know, like I mentioned before, a really good friend of mine. And I was just listening to the questions you guys asked him and uh, just the sheer amount of joy and authenticity that you brought to the table and i feel like that is something that needs to be that needs to be talked about and i'm so excited that you two are able to do this so thank you for having me
1: oh thank you absolutely that's a nice compliment (laughs) thanks (laughs) um all right so the final question then we're gonna wrap up here yep 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 uh where is james adams adams or adam
2: adams
1: Adams, like Adams family.
2: Oh yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. So
1: where is James Adams the mm-hmm. third in five years?
2: In five years, I see myself directing uh, a multitude of featured films, uh, whether that is going to be in theaters or in Netflix. Nice. I've already have a few that I've uh, written down, and I'm in the works of talking with several people that are in the Hollywood industry uh, that I greatly respect. Um, so I can't wait to look forward in doing that. You can definitely see me engaging more. I'm going to be creating a YouTube channel to kind of engage more privately or personally with my audience. Uh, I'm also going to, uh, just continue rocking my art. Like I said, just, you know, creating galleries and just continue being who I am as a person and just, you know, just spreading love and positivity. And, uh, yeah, just, Doing that, but on a greater scale. So look forward to seeing me in your theaters near you or in your couch. If you're, if you like Netflix, if you need a subscription, I would say call me, but I don't really know if I want to give you my subscription, but uh, you
1: can find somebody. <laughs>
2: exactly. You'll find somebody.
0: <laughs> oh, that's awesome. I'm so excited for you. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, one more I'm, time. Oh yeah. Go ahead. One more time. Where can we find you on all platforms?
2: So you can find me on all platforms at James Adams three lowercase i so that's j-a-m-e-s-a-d-a-m-s-i-i-i and if you also want to view my website i do have one that is senpai shots.com s-e-n-p-a-i shots s-h-o-t-s.com
0: all right so once again thank you so much for coming on of and course. guys if you like this episode go find james on his instagram send him some love Give us some love, a five-star review, a comment, um, shout out to him. And uh, check out our website, weightinmindadultnow.com. And we will see you all in the very next episode. Bye.
3: Bye -bye. (laughs) Bye-bye.
2: Buckle up, because Metro is bringing you the best deal in wireless. Switch to Metro and get your choice of two awesome free phones from top brands like Samsung and LG, with huge HD screens and tons of memory for all your pics and videos. So hurry into Metro and get your awesome free phones only at Metro. Plus sales tax and activation fee. Requires port of an eligible number not currently active on T-Mobile Network or active on Metro in past 90 days. Limit four per account or household. Restrictions apply. See store for details
3: and terms and conditions.